Welcome to Sports and Stogies. Now, introducing your hosts, Cameron Winklewitz and Austin Hayes. Want to recap the weekend here to start off? Brother, you guys are the ones still recovering. <sighs> yeah, no joke. Actually, neither of us are smoking today. No. Or drinking. Somehow, Goes without saying. Somehow I still have every hangover symptom like three days later. Yeah, just got the, uh, the nausea for sure. Oh, yeah. But hey, it was well worth it. Well worth it. Hell of a trip. And maybe it's actually, maybe Shane undercooked some food. I didn't know. Don't blame no, this on burgers my were, No, the burgers were good. Yeah. Do not you, blame this on my you cooking. You killed it on the grill. I did, dude. And behind the bar. And behind the bar. Oh, this guy probably every half an hour is getting called. Hey, Shane, can you make us some more drinks? Yep. At one point, I was in no condition to be making drinks. And they'd come up and be like, these taste horrible. And I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah, because I'm hammered. I, don't, <laughs> I just poured straight yeah, dude, liquor in. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm blacked out. What do you think is gonna? What do you think you're gonna get? I don't know where I'm at. We had some fellas jump out a window. We did have that. That was, honest to God, one of the top five funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, for sure. Just envision this: your friend <laughs> casually opening up the blinds of the window. Not just your friend, your best man. My yes, your best man at your wedding. He's casually opening up the blinds. You're like, okay, he's just looking outside. He opens up the window. You're like. <sighs> Some fresh He's not going to actually do it. Some fresh air. He opens up the the screen, <laughs> and you're like, okay, some good fresh. He's just going to sit on the windowsill, let the let the breeze hit his back. One leg goes out. One leg goes out. <laughs> he says, "I'm going outside," and then just, just falls plummets back. four foot on his back. Thankfully, it was first floor. No serious damage there, but he had to be maybe the single drunkest person I've ever seen in my life, too. Oh. Yeah, he definitely was. That is an understatement. (laughs) That was so funny, dude. I stepped out for like five seconds. I just hear, what the fuck? (laughs) Everyone's screaming from the other room. (laughs) Joe is nowhere to be seen. I look down and dude's just standing in the bush. Thumbs up. (laughs) And then he didn't know how to get back inside. So another one of your friends who had only gotten there like 20 minutes prior. Not even Like, hey, go go get him. It's pretty messed up, but. He was a trooper that night. He, Hell yeah, he was. He had to do a lot. No, no serious injuries. Nobody got lost or nope. anything too bad. Everybody had a good time. So overall, it was well worth it. Dude, we had a little... Uh, Me like, and Shane bonded, dude. 4 a.m. ping pong tournament. And I whooped your ass. You did. Lefty. You did. Left-handed. But, dude, I, got a good, I got a good game in there. I got... How do you guys keep score, by the way? I don't know how to score Dude, ping pong. It, it just kept going up. Like first, it was best of three, and then he won two. And he no, no, no. Like the actual score. Like so are like, you like, serve, hey, that's one point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you alternate five serves a piece. Play the twenty-one, but you have to win by two. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know if it was like tennis, where it's a. Goes that's up how I've always been taught. Increments and of it. seven or whatever. No. At one point, we were at like what 27, 27 or something. It got wild. Yeah. It was a marathon game. That was bad. Well, that was good, but. We had a good, like, four-hour outdoor patio sesh at, like, midnight to four. Dude, that didn't feel like four hours. Did not. No. And then even more fun, I think it was the first morning, we're all hungry, want some food. Let's go out and pick up Chick-fil-A, right? I don't know. One thing leads to another. We stopped in at B-dubs, have a few brews, and I tried to get. This is the only bad thing about the trip. this was the, probably, it would have made the trip. Like, this would have been the funniest thing that we did. They had a life-size 
cardboard cutout of Sauce Gardner holding his sauce bottle or like ask the waitress, hey, could, could we buy that? She's like, I don't know. Let me go ask my manager. And he came out and he gave us a high number, like 500, Dude, I think. Yeah, 500. And I was like, I'm just, like I would have offered you two. I'm just going to take it at 500. And then we were brief, briefly discussing, what if, you know, I ran a little distraction here. You just grab <laughs> it and get outside of the car. I don't know why neither one of us considered just pulling the car up right next to the door while was the other one took it. It was mentioned. We should have just done that. Yeah. It is yeah. technically illegal. Yeah, technically. And we ain't thieves. Well, we're also not paying $500 for a cardboard cutout. But, man, it would look pretty great here in studio. Oh, dude. It would. Just right there. Corner. He had, he is a corner. He is Until a corner. one night I walk in here in the dark and forget about it <laughs> and just see a six foot three cornerback in my room. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are bullet holes in our sauce gardener cardboard cutout because Austin thought it was a home invasion. Flip shit. <laughs> the overall hell of a weekend. Definitely one for the ages. Oh, dude. Great fight card. Speaking of Saturday the night. Speaking of the fight card, we'll get to it later. I I just wanted to tell a brief story about you not knowing who was fighting on it and being amazed every time we told you. That, is, that I was honestly really funny. I was funny. hammered yeah. during that, but You're like oh, Derek Lewis is fighting. No, what? dude, it was <laughs> during the Gaethje fight. I forgot what round I put my bet in for, so drunk me just every five seconds. Austin, did I make money or not, dude? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're both still fighting. Nobody's won yet. <laughs> yeah, one round short for you. That dude, that sucked. But again, we'll cycle back to that here. Uh, we will. We will. In an hour or two. With that, I think it's time for episode 48, so go ahead and pull up that chair. Pour up that drink. And light that cigar. Coming at you. Two short of our special 50th an- or 50th episode overall, and four short of the one-year anniversary episode. Cam, take it away. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of Sports and Stogies. Um, as you know, these fellows are recovering still, but they brought the energy today. I tried to try to power through. I did have one, I have one more of those little Tatawahe smokes. Yeah. I thought about, but a two day empty stomach, probably not the best idea. Not Not a a great idea. Shane knows about that. We got the, we got the big gulps to, uh, we should reach out for a sponsorship. We really should, dude. We're keeping them in business. Almost single handedly. Yeah. Even if they only have one flavor most of the time. Every Sponsored time. by Big Gulp, dude. What a better sponsorship. That'd be sweet. I can't think of a better one for us. No. Besides, you know, anytime fitness. Or, uh, <laughs> Any, all things fitness. All things, all fitness. things yeah. fitness, dude. It's our sponsor. If you could learn the name, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be great. We might have to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Usually we prep for the ad read beforehand. <laughs> uh... Well, anyways, I'm smoking on the Osgainer, Osgainer, Osgainer Family Cigars uh, Bosphorus. Uh, the Bosphorus, yeah. So far, so good. Yeah, I think that was featured in the second uh, month of subscriptions at Tip Top Smoke Emporium, which I believe they're all sold out of now. But there is uh, Steve Saka in there, and honestly, a foundation as well. Ooh, Either way, nice, another nice. three banger from Greg. Yeah, for a darker cigar, this is pretty medium, pretty mild. Yeah, not getting a whole lot of those heavy dark notes. I'm getting a little bit of milk chocolate, but those uh, woody, cedary notes are coming through for sure. But not a whole lot of dark chocolate, not a whole lot of earthiness. 
just kind of that that slight wood and some milk chocolate right now. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had one, but I remember it being very good. It's only like I think eleven fifty, twelve dollars. Um, I forget which company the guy came from, but I think he left like CAO or something to start up his own little boutique brand like that. That's the only stick I think I've had from them. It's very good. But definitely warns another one. I'll try some more out. Shane, do you want to pimp out our social media? Do I want to pimp out our yeah, social media? Yeah, I think you should. I. Where can you follow us? At Sports and Stogies on TikTok. R slash what? Sports and Stogies on Reddit? Yep. Uh, Twitter or now X? Yeah, we have to change that up too, right? Yeah. Like it it's actually X, yeah. like for real called X. Dude, yeah. I don't like it. It makes me feel dirty every time I get a notification. Like, also, I'm like, not supposed to have this on my phone. <laughs> Twitter's also so iconic. Yeah, know? dude. In both the name hey, and the logo. I'll tell you what, props to Elon. Uh, no. That was a ballsy move. I do not like it. But it's a ballsy move. So it what is. are we calling tweets now? X- X's? That's horrible. There's no way he actually. I don't even know what it says. I don't think it says tweets anymore. Well, that, no, it shouldn't. There's no way. Let me pull it up real quick and pull, see what it says. Pull it up. It just says what's happening. I, I don't know what they what they call it now. I saw this thing that said that he had been wanting to rebrand PayPal to X for like t- two years. I did read that. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone voted no. And like, I don't know why he so did it. So instead of TikTok or instead of PayPal. It would have just been X. He did Twitter. Now, I don't really use Twitter that much anyway, so it doesn't affect me personally a whole lot, but just hearing it out loud now is going to be so bizarre. Yeah, like, dude, did you see what they posted on X? Bro, you see that latest X video? Come on now. It's dangerous, right? <laughs> You're definitely treading on uh, thin water there. I would not ask your manager at work that. No chance. No. Or, like, now you're the anchor on Sports Center, and there's a story about an X this guy had or a tweet this guy had. You've got to say... Latest X from uh, Adrian Peterson. They've got to just call it post now. They I have guess. to. Or does Facebook have post? Like Facebook post? Is yeah, that? it's literally just called a post. Yeah. But even an X post, dude, that still sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Either way, we are Sports and Stogies, Stogies on, on X. X. Anything else? Uh, Sports and Stogies on Instagram. And uh, the big one. Big one that we're about to go into right now. Where can people send in? Well, they can do it anywhere, but our ideal option for fan questions. Oh, dude, our email, which is uh, is it just sports and stogies at gmail at gmail.com, dude, and sports and stogies on Facebook, yeah, across the board. Yep, I could have just said and YouTube. I could speaking just, of YouTube, we well, have to put somebody else in charge of YouTube shorts. Well, there's two options out there. There are. And I need to get back into making TikToks because I haven't made one in a while. Yeah, and we're, I will we're all own up here. to that. Wow. We're all do. Shane, you want to take a stab at YouTube Shorts? Dude, what am I going to post on YouTube Shorts? Literally anything. Anything sports related. Just yeah, like grab a, a screenshot of an article or a player, talk about them with that as the background. For like That's a what minute, I do. 30 seconds, a minute. Yeah. And if we get really good, like if you're really good at like Weddle, where you guess the player, you can just. Set that up as the background. Like I, you have a lap. Does your laptop have a camera built into it? I think so, but it's like 480p. You got to do what you got to do. I'd have to use a phone, right? 
Yeah, but I don't think you can share like screen your screen oh. while <clears throat> videoing like you can on a laptop. See, I'm going to take this really prestigious honor you've just handed me, and because I respect Austin so much, I'm going to hand it right back to you. My thing is, I just got to learn the actual tech side. You like, haven't even tried. That's what I'm saying. If I just get in and learn that and realize this is how you screen share, this is how you have your background, because here, that's the only difficult part. Here in about three weeks, your boy's going to be having to do his fire cert, and I already know that's going to take everything, really, other than just coming to the show. So you're quitting the show? No. That's kind of what it sounds like. No, I literally just said it. Why didn't everything. you tell us this was going to be one of your last episodes? Is this a temporary resignation? No. Permanent? No. You have to give us a two-week two week notice. Dude, you're not getting any notice because I'm not quitting. We just got a three-week notice here. Wow. Unexpected breaking news here live on air. Dude. I will say that's going on the list. I'm not quitting. Wait a minute. Uh, it looks like Shefty just tweeted it out as well. Uh, he was listening live. Sources say Shane Brook is now quitting the Sports and Stogies podcast. And that source is Shane Brook. <laughs> Pretty credible. Some would say. Some would say he's not very credible. It depends on the day, I guess, huh? <laughs> now, with that, we do have one fan question this week. Cam, we're going to do the just all sports in general, but there's so many That's out impossible. there. So, give me the best NBA player nicknames. So, I've got five. I believe you guys both also have five. Correct. So, number five. I got the claw. That is a good one. Solid. Very fitting. Wish you could see him some more. Because uh, I haven't heard him called yeah, that in quite a, a while. It's a great name, though. It certainly is. My five, got the mailman. It's a good one. Which gave way to one of the best NBA quotes of all time. And there's also a million. Literally every single NBA nickname is an honorable mention. This could easily be a top 50 list from oh, each of us. Easily. easily. And we'd probably have 50 different ones yeah. with like maybe three crossover. I don't think mine are, are in order, but you've got to go white chocolate. It's a great one. Dude, it is. All-timer. Iconic. And there's almost even times where I forget his actual name. Oh, I feel like yeah. you only ever call him White, White Chocolate. Chocolate. Well, there's a lot of guys like that. Like Rip. Rip Hamilton. It's his actual yeah. name. Legal name. Gotta Magic be. Johnson. Gotta Birdman. be. Birdman. Yeah, dude. That kind of spoils my next one, but Birdman. We'll do Snake Style. Okay. All right. Uh, this one kind of references back to your fifth. Daryl Dawkins. Chocolate Thunder. Great name, dude. Iconic. Badass. My four, Air Jordan. Ooh. I mean, mean, probably the most iconic of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Number three. It would go back to you because we're doing Snake. The King. King James. I got, uh, it's not my number one, but again, maybe the most iconic one that I have because it's so simple. Dr. J. Again, that that's his name. Yeah. How often do you say Julie's Irving? No, you don't. Doc. I'm going to go Cookie Monster, dude. Fair enough. Dikembe Mutombo. It's a great one. And you're back-to-back here. All right, and then after Dikembe, I'm going to go with Hakeem the Dream. Again. The, so simple and so fitting. All the names that start with the, whatever comes after that, I'm into it. Like the Admiral. Yeah. Just I, missed a list. I was thinking about him, dude. Whoever is in charge of NBA nicknames needs a raise. Absolutely. Except the German race car. Ah, it's still pretty solid, actually. It is, but it's not. 
Uh, number two might be the only one we have some crossover with. Got the hick from French Lick, Larry Bird. I don't have that one. But again, we might be all five separate here. The hick from French Lick checks out. <laughs> it's not multiple. Number two, I got Vince Sanity, Vince Carter. What about Lynn Sanity? Uh, also up there. <laughs> but I had to go with the original. Of course. And then uh, you finish with your one. The Glide, dude. Again, so iconic, so yeah. fitting. And a lot of these just rhyme with the dude's name, but they're still so good. Yeah. Clyde the Glide. Hakeem the Dream. All-timers. And you got like... Can't beat them. Oh, what was... Uh, Wilt the Stilt. Iconic. Oh, he had another one, too. I literally just read. Uh, yeah, it's his OG one. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. And my number one is, I think, the funniest and one of the most creative. The round mound of rebound. Absolutely. <laughs> Sir Charles himself. See, dude, I, I like mine because you couldn't have thought of a better one. Mr. Fundamentals. Tim Duncan. Yeah. Again, maybe the most fitting nickname for a player. Oh, yeah. All time. <clears throat> What's some other great classic ones? Jesus Shuttleworth. Jesus Ray Shuttlesworth. Ray Allen, yeah. Because yeah. he was a movie star back in the 80s. Is where that came from. Is that really where it came yeah. from? Yeah, and I guess the, his character's name was Jesus Shuttleworth, and it just stuck somehow. I don't know how that works. Um, Jay Crossover for Jay Jamal crossover, Crawford. That's a good one. Nobody mentioned Black Mamba. Ooh. Great. Red Mamba. The Diesel. Diesel. Shaq D's dude. Sean Marion, The Matrix. The Matrix. Classic. Does T-Mac count as a nickname? Absolutely. Yeah, dude, T-Mac. I mean, technically, yeah. Yeah. Just abbreviated name, but... T-Mac, dude. Mr. Duncanstein, or Dr. Duncanstein, or whatever it was. Legendary. The Splash Brothers. Uh, oh, combo. One yeah. on this list I'm not a fan of is one I think is good enough to have an all-time great nickname, but also I don't know where it came from. Swaggy P. Oh, dude, I love Swaggy P. Swaggy P was a great one. Yeah. Isn't it? And it also spawned Spicy P with Pascal Siakam. Agent Zero? Agent Zero's classic. A-Train, Artie Gilmore. Speaking of Agent Zero and Nick uh, Nick Young, have you seen the videos of Gilbert climbing the fence to get into his house and just mess with his kids? No. They are the funniest videos I think I've ever seen in my life. Because they live right next door, so Gilbert just climbs the <laughs> fence, walks in, dude. And this video is so funny. He just starts talking shit <laughs> to Nick's kid. Nick's kid runs away. Gilbert chases him barking like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is sitting in the bed with his daughter. The little the little boy runs in, starts freaking out. Gilbert's here. And Gilbert just goes, no, nah, I'm going to make her cry. Starts barking in her face and she starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Gil, man. The bromance that they have to have for that it to is, be okay. Dude. They have to be like blood relatives at this point. There's another yeah. one where Gilbert walks up to his son and his son's holding a scooter. He goes, you like me? Little kid goes, no. So he, <laughs> he picks up the scooter and just throws it like 50 feet. The kid starts bawling. Yeah, the more I look at these, I do regret not having this one on my list. Maybe the most old school one here. The Houdini of the hardwood, Bob Cousy. Bob Cousy. God, just... Iceman, George Gervin. Uh, yeah. 
You know how cool you got to be to be called Iceman? You got to be pretty cool. Cool Hand Luca? Terrible Which nickname. I've never heard. I don't know if just one dude on X made that up. <laughs> I don't know, dude, but I hate it. There's got to be there's got to be something better out there. Something slippery. ISO in. Joe. ISO Joe was a good one. Strong. Dude. Yeah. And how accurate? Honestly, there's really no one else you could put that with either. Dude, he doesn't deserve this, but this is a good one. Davis Burton's the Latvian laser. That's a good nickname. That's a great. Dude. See, we need something like that for Luca. Yeah. Uh, Luca was number 101 on this list. His is a uh, cool hand Luca, and that sucks. Yeah, but that's not it. That's that not sucks. his nickname. Again, I've we, never heard the, anybody call him we that. We still have time to get that switched. What about a guy who, again, this is actually his real name, Dragon Bender? <laughs> it's a great nickname. That, that is. It just happens to be his real name. You are the Dragon Bender? <laughs> Whatever. The Unicorn? I want to do NFL next week and see how they compare. Because literally, like, every single NBA one I just read, it's a banger. Yeah, but, yeah, dude, there's some great. Dude, mean Joe Green. The Prince of Darkness. Great. Night Train Lane. Air McNair. Revis Island. Strong. That is a good one. Sauce Gardner. I don't think that's his real name, right? No. No. Yeah, we'll definitely cover NFL next week. Dude, Starberry was a guy. All the sheriff. <clears throat> Primetime. Primetime. That's probably the most iconic, right? It's got to be. It's again, how often do you even say Dion? His name you know, is Coach like, Prime. Coach Prime. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll knock those out next week and then go to maybe like a dual baseball boxing kind of thing or something. Um, but with that, there is a lot of NFL news to go over. A lot of injury news, some speculation on starters but at the camp. But it is Whiz-Bang Wednesday. I it forget is. what we even had, actually. Shane, who's winning the Super Bowl? Who's winning the Super Bowl? In your opinion. In my opinion, who's winning the Super Bowl? Probably the Eagles. They I had, it. I think they had one of the best teams going into it. They lucked out in the draft, and they haven't lost anyone super, super major. Uh, I don't know if they lucked out. They, they got maybe... A little bit of luck with Carter falling to him, but yeah, like they made very good picks overall, they made as they usually do. Picks. <clears throat> they didn't lose a whole lot. NFC is so garbage overall. Besides I, San Fran, and I guess if you want to say Dallas. And I want to call it right now, dude. We see an Eagles Chiefs rematch. 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 But the Eagles get it this time. I think they do. So they. Go for the trilogy fight next year. Well, dude, did you see that uh, Jalen Hurts, his wallpaper is him walking out of the Super Bowl last year after the loss? As it should be. That's a, yeah. like, I can imagine a better motivator. Dude, this is a revenge year. He's winning. Jalen right, Hurts, words. MVP? Possible. August 2nd, 10-14. Shane Brook, at the time, will be a former employee of Sports and Stogies, made his call. Eagles over the Chiefs. Be a shame that we lose that guy. <laughs> yeah, it would really that, hurt if that works out. Because then we can't claim it. Then he finally made his credibility too. Yeah, dude, I feel like I got my credibility on this UFC card. No, yes, you lost the bet dude. based on what? What do you mean based on what? Both of you guys said that Gaethje was not winning, and I said he was going to win by knockout in the third round. 
That's what I put my I, money on. I don't think it hurt your credibility. And you also wouldn't bet me that Gaethje was going to win, so you weren't even confident in that pick. I was inebriated when you asked me to make that Also, bet. not like a huge upset or anything. Like They were very, very close in odds. Yeah, but everyone thought Gaethje was getting his ass kicked. Uh, when you pull up the 8-0 Eagles going down to a team like, let's say, the Washington Commanders, then you can gain some credibility. 10-0 Eagles. Was it 10-0 at that point? Yeah. Yeah, even better. I'll keep making calls. Better be correct ones. They will be. Now, where do you want to start off with NFL-wise? Our sleeper tight end, Cole Komet, four-year 50 mil. It's a heavy contract for a tight end. It's running back money, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like it. I think you'll have his best year of his career this year. Apparently has got great chemistry with Fields right now. That's good. And apparently Justin Fields is going to be the first Bears quarterback to throw for, what do you say, 4,000 yards? Yeah, it's, they're this the year. only team without one. He said this year it's happening. That seems high because they're going to run so much. But if but he does. with DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Chase Claypool, and Cole Komet, you should be able to throw. If he throws for 4,000, you figure probably runs for another one or 1,200. He's going to be finishing top three fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Right? Scary thought. How about Jalen Ramsey? Out potentially six to eight, maybe longer. After he was carting off with a meniscus injury. So it was a full repair. So it's from what I've read, he's going to be back in December. But they went out and got their guy to back him up while he's gone. Mr. Eli Apple. Gonna fit right very well into that role, of course. I'm actually pretty upset about this because I had Ramsey and Xavier as my top corner duo. Yeah. And now I won't be able to see that this year. Uh not for a while at least. Now. Uh playoffs. Let's see. If how they make about, it. How about maybe the scariest potential injury that people around here especially freaked out about? Joe Burr. Calf strain. Haven't really expanded on that a whole lot, uh, but it shouldn't be weather-related. Probably it was a hundred and fifty million. Yeah, degrees. it's a little cramp up. No big deal. Looks I, probably, I think it looked a lot worse than it was. Three weeks, but be ready. He he might miss the preseason or something. A couple preseason games. He'll get in in that game four and probably take a couple snaps. Maybe play a quarter. He doesn't need any preseason work. Yeah, he shouldn't. The chemistry's already there. Yeah. The team's already there. And another big one that, again, hopefully shouldn't last maybe even to opening day is Mr. Cooper Cup. He better be healthy. Uh, Is that going to affect whether or not you draft him in the first round? Probably not. If he's still there at six? Yeah. Feeling comfortable with that? In my dad's league, I got the 12 pick. Ooh, okay. I like having the back-to-back. But, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys play through, ESPN? Yeah. So probably not as many quarterbacks going early. Oh, his his leagues are always weird. Yeah? Yeah, there's people that draft pretty funky in those. And it usually pays out for them. I've never, I've been first rounded every year that I make the playoffs in that league. Every time. Stiff competition. Yeah, I've been in that probably since 2016, I think. Yet to win. Well, you know what that means. I'm due. Exactly. We've almost cycled through the entire list of players. Um, Some other kind of freak injury news. Zach Moss broke his arm in practice. 
Yeah, that's wild. I didn't see video of it, but. I didn't either, but that's a odd. Maybe he was getting tackled and he tried to break his fall with his arm or something. I don't really know how that even happens. Yeah, very unfortunate. Even more unfortunate. Because there's not a whole lot of arm injuries in the, unless you're a quarterback. Yeah, you have to mess be like, up your shoulder. Yeah, like a plant or something like that where he hyperextends the elbow or. Yeah. I don't even know where it could get caught somewhere. Like, you're going in for a block on a DE and get jammed up. I have no idea. No clue. Uh, and then you see Tim Patrick, too. Yeah. That, that sucks for him, dude. After That's missing tough. all of last year. Yeah. With a whole full knee blowout. Now you go for your Achilles, which is maybe even tougher to come back from, especially for a wideout. At that position, yeah. You get a lot of strain on that muscle. And now going to have two straight years of not playing any football? After a pretty solid yeah, few quality years before that. Yeah. One of the better wideout threes in the league, for sure. Definitely a great slot guy. Yeah. And uh, Garrett Wilson's ankle, again, shouldn't be too severe there. Hopefully it doesn't bother him. I've heard that him and A-Rod have clicked already, an immediate connection. Doesn't shock me. Wilson's like a consummate work ethic dude, all business. He knows A-Rod wants to win right now. Yeah. That's his main goal, too. So hopefully he gets up healthy quick as possible. And then the other huge signing was Andrew Thomas becoming the highest paid tackle in history. For the Giants. Well, I like it. I'm yeah. here for it. I feel like you never really regret paying your starting left tackle. Not if they're that good. Yeah, it's a very, uh, maybe the most valuable position after quarterback in today's league, especially. Especially being run heavy like they are. And now we have, of course, Aaron Rodgers with a couple newsworthy items here. Takes a $35 million pay cut. Love to see it. Yeah, not a surprise there, I don't think. Love to see it. And then, the co-main on the Zuck versus Elon card is Sean Payton versus Aaron Rodgers. Because they are going at it over Sean Payton basically saying Nathaniel Hackett was garbage, terrible coach, whatever. Out of the blue, too. Out of nowhere. He's like, this is the hardest team I've ever had to coach for because of the situation it was left in and all that stuff. And I'm like... We got left with a top three defense and what could be a top five offense. Yeah. I wouldn't say you were left in shambles. Maybe you don't have Drew Brees, but... Yeah, you're not coming into Drew Brees. You're still pretty well off. But yeah, you're 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 doing okay. It could be worse. You could be coaching the Panthers. Well, A-Rod took exception to that because Hackett is his boy. So you don't talk about my coaches like that, Sean. And I agree. There's, like, they play each other, I think, in week five. So even Robert Sala was like, I don't know why we're... Getting shots fired less right now. I thought it happened like maybe in week four. Something like that. But Sean Payton's playing mind games early. Throwing fighting words out there. Playing mind games early. Got to say in that fight though, I'm going Rodgers all day. Yeah. Age advantage. I think he's wiry. I think he's greasy. Hard to get a grab oh, of. Yeah. Definitely, You're definitely not grappling Aaron Rodgers. No chance. Uh, and with all that studying and meditation and tripping out he does. Probably round one sub triangle choke. Or a spinning back kick. <sighs> Something. Maybe a flying knee. <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a crane kick. Maybe we see that Mighty Mouse suplex into an arm bar. <laughs> maybe the single best move I've ever seen in the octagon. Oh, yeah. There, we saw some great ones this weekend. We, we did. stoked to talk about UFC. What other fantasy news do we have, fantasy-wise? Free agents. Plenty of those still out there. Yeah, and important positions, too. 
guys who are potentially on people's draft boards just waiting to hear. Uh, Kamara is to meet with <clears throat> Roger Goodell next Wednesday, and they are going to figure out any potential suspension. Um, with the charges being dropped, I would imagine probably just a couple games. Yeah, maybe four tops. So be on the lookout for him on your draft board late because I know people are going to be scared of that, especially if you have an early draft before that official suspension gets announced. You might be able to snag him pretty late. Like if you go, you already have your starting two running backs, and he's there in like round nine. Even he still a, could be a top ten back. Even you know? with a six-game suspension, yeah, when he comes back, he's going to be electric. Worth a shot. Uh, of course, you got both Zeke and Kareem Hunt. And, and Lenny Fournette. And, and Dalvin of course, Cook. Dalvin Cook, who I think, again, depending where he goes and stays healthy, you go right back into a top five, top eight running back I role. mean, really, out of the four, Dalvin Cook needs a job. He's yeah. the youngest. He's probably, uh, Kareem's probably the most explosive. Yeah, I like Kareem just because of his advantage there in the passing game. Um, don't like Zeke. Don't really love Lenny Fournette. But he could still be good. He just came off of his rookie deal. I mean, these guys are young. Well, Zeke's probably the oldest, right? Uh, I think. Or is Zeke and Lenny the same age? Yeah, Zeke, Hunt, Lenny, all 28 years old. Cook, 27. You can get them on a good deal. They just want to play football. Kareem definitely just wants to play football. He wants to be the the carry share somewhere. I think that's really reasonable. I love that for fantasy, too. Got Yannick and off the off the edge there, as well as Melvin Ingram and Kyle Vinoy, with also Robert Quinn, and still to JV and Clowney, and Clowney. Uh, you got uh, Kenny Galladay, Jarvis Landry, Julio, the wide receiver department. Uh, if any of those get signed, I would imagine Julio will probably get signed somewhere. Uh, Jarvis kind of in that same boat, just reliable hands over the middle at this age. Kenny Galladay, kind of a – we don't really know. He nah. hasn't really played long enough for to really know what his potential is. He left a really bad taste in my mouth last year. I thought he was solid in Detroit. I was excited about him going to the Giants, and then he just disappeared. Um, Shane says the most important free agent out there right now. Carson Wentz. Got to be. I didn't say the most important. I literally just said his name. Dude, I was you listing off players. say the most important – free agents and then you named Carson Wentz and Teddy Bridgewater I just named the list dude yeah but you I said who's the most important free agents and then you named Carson Wentz and Teddy Bridgewater before you even said Robert Quinn I was going down the list dude Robert Quinn wasn't even on the list for me shame on you bad Uh, list it was a Twitter post I know the Colts worked out Kenyon Drake Um, again I think there's five other backs out there including the one they already have speaking of the Colts I have the whole timeline of this Jonathan Taylor drama this unraveled really quickly very like in three days they're like on complete opposite ends of the spectrum yeah so Jim Irsay tweets about the RB situation saying agents are selling bad faith to their running backs and Jonathan Taylor went to the GM asking to be traded several days before that tweet. And Jonathan Taylor's agent responds saying, bad faith is not play, not paying your best player. 
And Jim Irsay says the team hasn't and doesn't plan on offering Jonathan Taylor an extension at all. But they do plan on putting him on the non-football injury list. Uh, Jim Irsay invited Jonathan Taylor to his private bus so that they could have a meeting. Not long after that meeting, JT's trade request became public, and Irsay said they will not offer him an extension. And Irsay says, quote, if I die tonight and Jonathan Taylor is out of the league, no one will miss us. What a weird thing to say, first of all. Kind of out of left field. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a lot of odd quotes like that. I just You don't really see teams making things like this this public. I mean, I like it, though. It's entertaining. It is entertaining. If anyone should be on hard knocks, it should be the Colts. Yeah, can we switch that real quick? As long as JT's in the building at some point? So, yeah, they're trying to – there was a Colts insider that said JT allegedly reported back back pain. JT said, I never said anything about back pain. He's been working out on his own. And they're trying to get him on the non-football injury list so they don't have to pay him. I feel like the Colts are really dropping the ball on this one, right? Yeah. Honestly, okay, he's still only, what, 25? Uh, yeah, he's still got a year left before he can be tagged. Yeah. And I'll be I'm not gonna lie. The Colts are playing chess. JT's playing checkers. You think? Yeah. They are a step ahead of him at all times. Oh, I'll just sit out. I'll still get paid. No, you won't. Non football injury list. Good luck. Or say, we're not signing you. So we have no reason to play you. We have no reason not to put you on that list. I mean, yeah, given the situation, I guess it's probably their best move, besides just actually paying him right i don't really understand the problem with paying him i mean he he is their best player if he plans on sitting out then i don't blame him hey you know what let's go draft somebody next year yeah look they're probably not going to compete this season work out richardson see how he develops as the year goes on depending on when he actually starts starting games and Let's be real. The Colts have never really went through a full rebuild yet, even since Peyton. I mean, they had that one year and Peyton was hurt they had, and they before they drafted Luck, and then they were good again right after luck, that. And even with Rivers, they weren't terrible. I mean, they've kind of been that middle-of-the-pack team. They got by with Wentz, Rivers, and Matty Ice for three straight seasons, and we're still a competitive team. It helps the, the division they're in. It also helps when they had Jonathan Taylor with those three quarterbacks. That is true. But now you got Gardner, Richardson. I guess ah, maybe it's not that dumb. Save money until next year or whatever your window is that you're going to be competing. I mean, first year head coach now, too. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it sucks for him. It does. To have it to really come into this and deal with I all really, these things. Jonathan Taylor's one of those generational talent guys. Yeah. Like Saquon. And before this, never any problems or trouble off the field. No. He's a workhorse. Never even an injury before last year. No. No, And he still averaged four and a half yards a carry. He literally just wants paid. I don't think it's that crazy of a request for the man to be like, give me more money. Or any money. Like, I don't even think they've had a contract negotiation. No. Not just that, but then to come out right and say, we're not going to extend you. That's also really weird. Yeah. I don't know. If it got leaked from, like, JT's camp, Okay. Maybe that's a little revenge thing, but for Ertz to just come out and say it himself, like pretty much unprompted. Yeah, in a meeting with him, we're not extending you, we're not paying you. Like, not even an extension. 
Very bizarre. What a weird time to be a pro running back. What are the odds they tag him if he does play this year? Probably none, right? Uh, yeah, I can't I, imagine. I think the relationship would be just too broken to even do that. Yeah. I mean, their best interest is a trade. Correct. And they've said it would take a first-round pick for sure. And I agree with that. What do you think they get? Like but I, first I don't know who would. Who is a star running back away that has some draft capital to give up? My first thought was like New England, but I really like Ramondre. Yeah, he has got a lot of potential. I mean. Maybe up to Minnesota now. There's I kind like, of a hole there. I like Pierce, but JT with them other young guys. And then who they just brought in uh, Singletary as well, right? Yeah, maybe you slide Pierce in with the trade. After the year he had last year, Pierce and a pick for JT. That's not horrible, but I feel like you'd rather just keep three more years of control for Pierce at a lower price. Because they'll have to negotiate with JT as well. But who knows what he even wants? That's the only thing that has not been said yet. There has been no talk of... at all. Like, we knew Saquon every step of the way. Yeah. Ask yeah. for this. Giants come back with this. This is the problem. Yeah. I haven't heard a single number or a There number was no of years. negotiation before all this stuff blew up. Nothing. Because he's not in a negotiation year yet. No. That would be moving toward the offseason of next year. Now, watch it come out that he only asked for what Saquon asked for. Four Which, for 60? Yeah. The initial? What, 13 a year? No, that'd be 15 15 checks out, yeah. Yeah. Don't want some signing bonus or whatever. However they move things around to save money overall. It doesn't make sense. Well, we're not NFL GMs or owners. No, we're not. What the hell do we know? I don't know. Like I've said in the past, there are some running backs that are not a dime a dozen. But honestly... Pierce for JT, Pierce and a pick for JT. I'm kind of the more I think about it, the more I like it for the Texans. I don't hate it. The only thing is you don't see too many like interdivisional trades like that. That's true, but it could be a win-win both ways. Um, you're definitely not going to draft JT now, though, right? <sighs> There's going to be a lot to have to come out of camp for me to hear to even put him on the board. I mean, we have one draft in like six days. I know. I can't imagine we get any news to break before that. I don't think so. But if he falls to, and like, that's the day before that Wednesday too, oh, so we won't know about Kamara yet either. If he falls to like the late second, is that worth the risk? I think it is, dude. Nah. If he's not going to play at all, you just throw away your second round pick. But if he does play, you got the guy who could have easily been like top five pick. I'll say the same thing I said about like Bijan, where I'm more comfortable not taking that shot, and he has a great year, than going to get him doesn't play at all. And I got to plug in the guy drafting the 11th round to start. Which, I mean, don't hate that at all. But, I mean, it's just do you want to try and go high risk, high reward, or play it safe? I don't know. It's such an odd odd thing. There's a lot of things happening here. In other news out of Texans camp, apparently John Mechie is the the truth. We knew he would be before he he had cancer. balling out of control, apparently. 100% 100% healthy, great hands, speed demon, just beast. Yeah, he was one of my like sleeper guys that I felt good about, but now he's kind of getting some more getting publicity. Some more love. Yeah. Another guy in camp who looks to be 
maybe not the next Moss, but probably the next Odell. George Pickens. We saw glimpses of that last year. I have seen some of the best catches I've ever seen. Straight he out. is playing against his teammates like they are Baltimore. Like they are his rival corners. Yeah. And he is flexing on them after he makes nasty catches. He's making diving catches. He's reaching over and catching. He is going to be a problem. I believe you said earlier, quote, you're going to save Kenny Pickett's career. I did say that. I don't think he needs saving yet, but they should be a great duo this year. Well, um, I'm going to keep Pickens in like the 14th round in our keeper league. It's going to be incredible value. That makes it odd to draft, though. It does. Because I'm probably going to keep Kirk in like the 11th. It kind of shifts everything up. Probably keep Olave in like the 8th. So there's three potential starting wideouts right there. Yeah. Do I just not take a wideout till fucking round 7? There's no way you do that. I'm still taking a top guy probably first round. You have to. Or maybe you sell out more for Kelsey if you're there at the 5, 6, 7 spot. Or maybe just go John Mechie. Yeah, I don't know if I'm too confident in Olave yet. With with the new, I mean, Derek Carr's better than what he had last year, but again, not quite that deep ball thrower either. Uh, this is Devonte, yeah. So, uh, but I'm getting him like three rounds later than his ADP. It's pretty good value because I don't feel good about Brees Hall anymore. No, I really don't. I think the injury still. Kind of lagging, I think the offense everything is going to be I've different. Said, everything I've I've read, he's supposed to be on track for Week One. I hope so. Super explosive guy, love watching him. And that that passing game they're going to have is going to open up the run so much. And with the lack of almost any other you running back out there, Hall. it's a coin flip. And I've only got a when is that draft? The twenty sixth, twenty seventh, twenty seventh. Only a couple weeks here to decide. Um, with that, do you want to go into NBA talk? We've got a couple things here. I suppose. Shane. Yes. If Giannis doesn't re-sign with the Bucks, where do you think he goes? Where would you like to see him go? Realistically. I see off the top of my head, I don't know what every team's cap hit looks like right now or who can really afford him. But I know... He would be really fun to watch with Luca if he went to the. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, I've heard talks about that for like two years. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I don't like I said I don't know if they can afford him, but that'd be a nasty duo, dude. Trio, because they did re-sign Kyrie. Uh, Depending what they do this year, yeah, Dallas. I mean, I think it might be more likely that Luca goes to Milwaukee. Which again, I, I think I like that a lot better actually. Because, I mean, you still got Air, uh, Drew Holiday. You still have Middleton. Chris Middleton. Brooke Lopez. You got Luka in the East. The only thing I hate is he's got so many great West battles and rivals. Yeah. That you wouldn't see as much. But that would make for one hell of a finals when he does. True. Assuming the Suns can get there. That is true. Whew. Can you imagine the Hall of Fame talent on those two teams? Oh, my. Luka, Giannis. KD, D-Book is probably well on his way. Yeah. 2025 NBA Finals. You heard it here first. Shane with another great call. Uh, Cam, do you have an answer for that? 
trying to think of a team that the Heat, maybe. The Heat could be cool. I was thinking the Kings also. That'd be a sneakier pick for him. To Sacramento, get to. yeah. Yeah. Take old uh, Demontis Sabonis's job because he didn't do anything for the team. No, dude. I was saying that's a quote from Shane. I was saying he's no Lori Markkinen. Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't hate either of those. I mean, honestly, I mean, I, who, I would, I would, who would see, you hate it for? Honestly, I'd Anybody love to see honest. him in Cleveland, but mm. I, we, I mean, we have the money to do it. But I also don't know that how that would mesh with what they have going on right now. I feel like they have a pretty solid team, top to bottom. Yeah, and you would have to make space. So, would you pull Mobley off the bench or move Giannis to the three? Uh, it could get funky for sure. And that limits your three-point shooting significantly. It does. But it makes an already great defense even better, too. That is true. Virtually unstoppable in the paint. Giannis, Jared Allen, and Ed Mobley. It's a scary thought. Garland dishing the ball. Mitchell open in the corner every, every, every go. Then you have, like, the three towers, really. Yeah. Dude, if they could get rid of Rudy Gobert, I'd like him on the on the Timberwolves. You can't get rid of Rudy Gobert. Nobody wants that. After eight first-round picks, they gave up to get him. Dude. Nobody wants that contract either. I know. Is that the most undesirable contract in the sport right now? Yes. Probably. I can't think of a worse one. I Dude. That trade not only ruined any any chance of getting rid of Rudy Gobert, but it also tanked the value of picks. I don't I, I don't know if it did though. I don't do because after that during the uh, the deadline we saw what ninety seven second round picks get moved, so just picks in general are all yeah. less valuable. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Everyone wants twenty seven picks for their guys. Yeah, if Gobert's worth seven, then I need. 15 third rounders for yeah exactly their fifth guy on your bench yeah uh, it's such a weird such a weird market right now for trade value well dude what was that one trade they who got traded with a second for just a second i um that, oh that was the who campaign cam johnson campaign yes i think it was campaign to the spurs yeah yeah that was weird what even is that again i guess if we're not nba gms what the hell do we know Speaking of the Suns, though, they just signed former first-round pick Uduka Azubuki. 2K legend. For me. And I believe he went to... It was I think it was like Duke or North Carolina. I could be way off. Uh, Close. Kansas. Kansas, that's what it was. He was... Pretty solid in college. He hasn't really had the opportunity to play in the NBA yet. But from what I remember, he's a pretty dominant shot blocker, great rebounder, just your traditional big, which is probably why he hasn't got a whole lot of time. But could be great. He's a super athletic, just big guy. Yeah, 6'11", 270. Yeah, he's a big athletic dude. Uh, Played for the Salt Lake City Stars last year, which is the G League team. Yes. For them, right? Could be a sneaky pick. Just some good depth, at least off the bench there, which they continue to add. After getting rid of 
their entire roster. How about the the new shakeup at ESPN on their main broadcast team? Interesting trade here. Uh, you could say that. Van Gundy and Mark Jackson for Doris Burke and Doc Rivers. Doris, phenomenal. She's going to do great, for sure. She's been a sideline reporter for ever. Yeah. And I think was doing some commentary the past couple yeah. of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's been dabbling. Doc is going to be horrible. I don't want to hear him talk. I don't like him. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I told Cam earlier. It's like, even if he has a, like, a great analytical mind, which I don't think he's good at expecting that anyway, no, just man. the voice is so grating. Yeah. Like, it's cool for a coach because your coach should sound like that. That is true. But not on the main broadcast. No. And the main broadcast, too. We're going to have to hear him all the time. I feel bad for Mike Breen. And it's going to be, oh, when I was coaching, I wouldn't let that fly. Or that he's always going to relate it back to when he was coaching, like Chuck does. Oh, when I was playing, if I was playing right now, yeah, that kind of thing. The thing is that people like Chuck, though. I can't think of anyone nah, that likes Doc Rivers. Clippers fans don't like Doc Rivers. Sixers fans don't Sixers like fans him. don't. I guess Boston still does, right? Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I think it's been so long now that... Maybe they forgot. Yeah. Maybe they like him because they allowed the Celtics <laughs> Sixers, to move on. Clippers and everything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just I don't think that you could pick a less likable person. That's definitely tough. Dylan Brooks. Welcome to the main team. Sideline reporter here. Slip <laughs> it down to Dylan. Dylan is trying to fight John Moran on the sideline. Okay. And his dad. Here comes T. And oh, oh, my God. Is that Uncle Shay Shay? Someone, someone <laughs> call Shannon Sharp. <laughs> By God, that's Skip Bayless's music. <laughs> it's a free-for-all here in the court Skip right now. Skip Bayless walks out like he's in the WWE. <laughs> oh, oh, God. He hit him with a stunner. <laughs> He go for a stunner on Shay Shay, and he just catch it, reverse Dude, it, turn it into a Batista bomb, break his neck. <laughs> Why didn't they just get Jim Ross to do it? That'd be amazing. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. I'd for watch a game it. or two. Yeah, he's yeah, like ninety four years old though, right? ESPN made some I think interesting he still moves. Commentates. Yeah, they just they cut so much talent. Yeah, even like Kellerman and. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, old point guard. What was his name? Jay. No, Jay. Uh, uh, Jay Williams, right? Yeah, Jay yeah. Williams. Just weird, weird moves. I think Jalen Rose got cut. He did. That was one of the most shocking ones for me. Yeah. Because he was great. And involved in like a lot of their NBA stuff. Yeah. The Max thing is really what threw me off. Like Max Kellerman and Stephen A were like your two faces. Yeah. And you just cut him. Like budget, out of nowhere, budget cuts. You're gonna oh, cut, for sure, yeah, yeah. You're gonna cut your number two guy because of budget cuts. <laughs> it's an odd move. Normally, you cut everyone on the the undercard, right? Yeah. Like Kendrick Perkins, we're not paying you anymore. But nope, Kendrick Perkins is probably gonna take one of those main seats now. Which, also, I feel like right I, now he has the best value to what he provides. Like I don't think he's making big time money, like at least no. Max was. But he drives up so much of their content, so much of their clicks. Yeah, he does bring in a lot of clicks. I think he would be perfect for Skip. <laughs> I don't know. I think Skip would definitely he would have his way with him. But Perkins always thinks he's right, just like Skip does. And I guess that provides for entertaining. It could be an interesting clash. I don't think I've watched a single episode of just Skip now. 
I haven't either. I don't want to. Also, I mean, I didn't watch Skip and Shannon, though, either. I just watched clips. Yeah. I'd catch them if I had the chance. It's yeah, just if they were on. It's such a weird yeah. hour. Yeah. I'll catch a nice X clip now. Yeah. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> you want to see Skip on X? Did you see that X video of Skip Bayless? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Watch it like <laughs> yeah, five yeah. times. <laughs> he made some good points in there. Dude, it's like eight in the morning. That's how you start your day off right there. Five Skip Bayless. He, he, he really had Kendrick Perkins on the ropes there for a while. <laughs> Just totally warm down. <laughs> Just warm out, dude. <laughs> um, there you got the one little injury note here on Montrezl Hazel. Oh, yeah. Well, Montrez Hazel tore his ACL and meniscus in his right knee. Rip. Sixers legend. Um, On court, I assume couldn't tell you they did I, I didn't see any i think it was any comments on that yeah i just saw the report wrote it down but one of my favorite six mans personally always entertaining loved him in college brings a lot of energy kind yeah. of like that pat bev type of energy but he's one of those big physical guys too and i feel like gotta be close to like a 10-year vet now i feel like he's been in the league forever but he's, he's probably he's one of those guys he's, he's probably, probably 24 yeah, he's probably drafted in 2020 Right out of high school at 18. He's probably 17 years old. Or Jason Tatum, where he's still 19. So he was drafted in... 2012. 2015. Yeah, that checks out. Almost 10-year vet. You weren't too far off. I feel like a sneaky uh, grid play here as well. Oh, he's been everywhere. Houston, Clippers, Lakers, Wizards, Hornets, Sixers. He's been everywhere. And counting. Got to be a low percent, too. Probably. 2026 Man of the Year and Hustle Award winner. Uh, checks out. And the last thing I have is the entertaining drama that came out about Bradley Beal and Cooper Flagg. Bradley. At, like, I think it was Dame Lillard's, like, fantasy camp thing. What? Uh, yeah. No, it was Tatum's. Tatum's camp. Correct, yeah. See, I read that and I didn't believe it. I thought it was like one of those meme accounts. That, like, no, <laughs> that was a real thing. Real. No, yeah. no way that happened. Cooper Flagg cooked up Bradley Beal at Jason Tatum's camp and Bradley Beal was not happy about it and he was laid pissed. into him. He Let him have it. Yeah. Cussed him see, out, dude. Did you see that X video of Bradley Beal? <laughs> <laughs> no, pull it up real quick. <laughs> Getting destroyed by Cooper Flagg. Dude, he had his... Cooper Flag had his way with him. <laughs> and also, like, I just saw who Cooper Flag was, like, visually for the first yeah. time. I'd be pissed, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he goes to the Grady Allen, I mean, the Garrett, Grayson Grady Allen, Allen, Grady Dick school yeah. of, I would not want to get torched uh, by this guy. Debauchery. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he was, surely he was talking, too, right? Absolutely. Apparently, he's known for shit talking. Yeah, and then in other news, Kentucky recruited a seven foot three unicorn out of Jesus. Europe. Jesus. So be a one and done lottery pick. Can't remember what his name is. It's I can't say it either. But another one of those KP Kristaps style. He's a little not as thin as like Chet, but not super thick either. What appears to be pretty quick on his feet. He can go coast to coast. He's that kind of that kind of guy. These guys are becoming less like and less unicorns. This isn't that hard to pronounce. Shigiri Allen? Allen? Shigiri. 
Shigari? That doesn't sound right. How the hell do you spell it? S-H-A-G-A-R-I. Shigari. Shagari, maybe? Sh- <laughs> I don't know. Dude, <laughs> you see that X video? That Shagari was crazy. <laughs> uh, this can't this can't be right. This guy, <laughs> Wikipedia says he's 39. <laughs> that, that cannot be the same person. That's got to be a different. This got to be Shigari Allen Sr. Well, baby, just look up uh, newest. Look up just Kentucky news. Oh, this guy did go to Kentucky, though. Oh, no, never mind. That's the wrong name. Uh, yeah. It's, oh, that's bad. It's tough, dude. I was, was going to say that didn't sound trotter. right. I'm going to try, dude. Zvonimir Ivisic. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. So, curious to see what my Wildcats do with him. You want to hit a quick break? I think we're about to do for one. I want you to try and pronounce his name first. I, I, I can't see it. Yeah, you can't visualize it like that. Z-V-O-N-I-M-I-R. Doesn't help. <laughs> Z-V-O-N? Yeah. M-I-R? I-M-I-R. Zvonimir is seems to be pretty Gotta accurate, be pretty spot on. but it can't be that. They're never what they seem. No. Uh, that's why I just call him Big Z. Big Z. That was our uh, all-timer. Right there. <laughs> all-timer, dude. All-time nickname. All right, episode 48 of SNS back after this. Shane, you're prepping to be a firefighter, right? I am indeed. You think you need to put on some muscle, get some cardio in there, get that stamina built up? I could definitely stand to add that. Do you know a guy that could help me do that? I do. What's his name? Evan Keaton with All Things Fitness. Shit. Let and me hear a about certified it. trainer. And you might ask, man, what gym are we going to go to? I don't, I don't want to go to Planet Fitness anymore. I would ask that, yeah. He brings the gym to you. No no way. 100%. Really? Yep. Wow. $25 a session. That's it? With a travel fee, depending on how far you are. Brings all the equipment you need to you. Can get you set up with a meal plan. Really? Based on what you like. If you want to put on muscle, you want to slim down, whatever you want. At that price, dude, I don't think I can afford not to do it. Exactly. That is Evan Keaton with All Things Fitness. You can reach out to him to schedule your time at his email, allthingsfitness15 at gmail.com. Or go check out his website, allthingsfit.org. I'm sure all of his contact information is on there. Thank you, All Things Fitness, for sponsoring this episode of Sports and Stogies. Welcome back to episode 48 of Sports and Stogies. It is time to talk fighting. And before we do that, I have a question for you, Shane. Yes. I don't know how much you know about the UFC, but what's next for Jan Blahovich? I don't know, dude, because Alex won. Indeed. And isn't he the only guy that beat Izzy in that division? Uh, he was the only fight that Izzy had in that division okay I don't know I don't think Pereira fights him again yeah he's at a weird crossroads yeah because he's like I think 38 now he's getting older his, coming off I mean, a, he had a good showing his gas tank's pretty much gone I think a lot of that was the altitude too though yeah that is true and I'm not gonna lie dude when we were talking about it during the fight 
I thought he won. Uh, I'd say round one, he definitely won. Looking back on it, you can tell he lost. Really? But in the moment, I think it could have been anyone's fight. But looking back on it, I think it's 100% Alex. Yeah, I think he definitely took one. I think two is definitely Alex. And I think he just didn't do enough in three because his gas tank was so emptied. Yeah. Like he took that uh, takedown and just didn't didn't really do anything. Yeah. I don't know what's next for him, dude. I really don't. Maybe gatekeeper. Won't be Yuri. He'll be fighting Pereira as soon as he's healthy. Jamal Hill is probably a year away from coming back. Yeah. At least. Who else you got? That's going to be getting you back into contention. That's Light heavyweight's pretty thin right now. Pretty much it, yeah. Take some time off. Get the cardio back in. Get ready for Hill. Maybe. Yeah. It's a long ways off. And at your age especially, you really can't afford to be taking too much time away. Yeah. But let's review this card top to bottom because it was, aside from, uh, what, five subs, all knockouts, all finishes, full finishing card, except one fight which went to decision. Two fights went to decision, sorry. Starting at the bottom, Miranda Maverick versus Priscilla (coughs) Cacarrera. Nasty armbar. Oh, yeah. I always forget how good, how satisfying a good armbar is. Yeah. There's just nothing you can do. I didn't see it coming I believe we saw two. Uh, We did, yeah. Uh, Euros Medic versus Matthew Simmelsberger. Nasty KO. Simmelsberger was our boy for a lot of that fight. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. was. He definitely looks cooler. He looks a lot cooler than that's half the battle. Yeah. Look good, fight good. The Cosmo and Wanda back tattoo. Cosmo and Wanda back tattoo. The long hair with the thick mustache. He looked like he should have won that. He did. But Euros came out on top with a knockout. Jake Matthews, Darius Flowers. This was a submission, but which one was it? Uh, Rear naked. Yeah, Matthews got the stub there, I believe. It was the rear naked choke. Yeah. Early second round. I don't think I remember that one. Was I pouring shots for that one? I don't know. There's a good chance you have other things going on. My favorite yeah. knockout of the night, Roman Koplov versus Claudio Ribeiro. Dude, the fastest kick I think I've ever the seen. The fastest kick I've ever seen. Did he get fight of the night for that or I'm any not kind sure. of performance bonus? I hope so. But I called it right before the second round started that Ribeiro looked gassed. I was like, he's getting knocked out first contact the second round. Lo and behold, 33 seconds in, Roman throws the nastiest leg kick I've ever seen straight to the temple, done for. Like lightning. There's nothing you can do about that. No. And the main card started. And kept getting even more exciting. That wasn't the featured prelim? I don't think so. How many fights were on the main card? Five. 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 Yeah, we still got one more. Unfortunately, didn't have Wonder Boy. Two more. We still have a couple more prelims here. Uh, we got CJ Vergara and Vinicius Salvador, the flyweight matchup that was a unanimous decision. Uh, Gabriel Bomfum with the, uh, I believe that might have been the Darce choke. No, that was Kevin Holland. Kevin Holland, yeah. This and was a guillotine. Bomfum still undefeated? Yes, 15-0. and 0. 
Then we have Kevin Holland with the Darce choke on Michael Chiesa. God, again, I forget how good a nice Darce choke is. Yeah, we don't ever see him. Then poor Tony Ferguson. Did did Chiesa call it after that? Is he done fighting? Um, he did drop his gloves. He did. I think he mentioned maybe switching divisions. I believe he said if he doesn't see a opportunity for a title, he did plan on retiring. Uh, nothing official yet. Uh, then we got Tony Ferguson and Bobby Green. It was just absolute brutal beatdown. And once again, Tony too tough for his own good. I mean, if he would have got one of those triangles, I mean, he just kept attempting the triangle, sort of. And just heavy ground and pound. And just getting obliterated. Dude, and obviously that ended in... Triangle choke. Yeah, the arm yeah. triangle that Tony was trying to survive. Dude, he He was he flopping tap. around like a fish, and then he just... Gave out. He went and went. went out, dude. It went from it's Tony time to it's time, Tony. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. It's been that way for a while now. Where'd you hear yeah. that from? I saw it on a good TikTok earlier. Yeah, At I least you admitted that. Yeah. Okay. I'll be honest. Then, my second favorite knockout, <sighs> the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, starting the fight with a flying knee. Totally out of nowhere. Dude. Nobody his... has a six-pack at 265 pounds, except... Derek Lewis. His post-fight was hilarious. As always. Did you plan on starting that with a flying knee? No, I just tried some shit. Is he had to throw <laughs> shit to see what lands? And that's got to be frustrating to other fighters to hear, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like He would even plan this? Really? <laughs> he just did it. And you never you never <laughs> prep for that because you're like, Derek Lewis doesn't even throw head kicks. Yeah, especially, yeah, with Derek Lewis. But, oh, my gosh. If you get the chance, watch that replay. You can see the look on Marcos Reguero de Lima's eyes. Fear. Straight, his eyes just <laughs> widened. How could you not be? Just off the bat, not even glove touch, right? No, no, just came barreling in. And you can't stop that from connecting either. No, not with the force of two hundred and probably seventy pounds sprinting at you. Only thing you could have done is immediately laid down in the fetal position. Pretty much, just start tapping. I will say, props to him for not going to sleep. Still, kind of covering up on the ground and pound. Yeah. But eventually his block just gave out. Was that the collective biggest loser shit moment of the night? Yes. yes. Uh, even, even over the main? Uh, I think it was second best. Maybe good reaction, yes. But we uh, were in awe. We were all struck. Event, yeah, was, we were all like, when Derek Lewis landed that, we were like, oh, wow. Yeah. In the main event, I just mouth agape. Everyone like, was speechless. Shit. Yeah. I don't, dude, I don't think you talked, Austin, for like five minutes after yeah, that. Yeah, I, I was like, Phew. And then, oh, Alex Pereira and Jan Blahovich split decision. I think Alex did great. Yeah, I think I agree with it, too. I was kind of initially in and watching it live, like, could have gone either way. But after rewatching, not under the influence, Alex clearly won that fight. I'm surprised it was a split, honestly. Yeah, I don't know whether the other judge that had it in favor of Jan, but uh, maybe a little questionable. Uh, but, definitely, uh, like, the most, I don't want to say disappointing, not, uh, not as entertaining as the other ones. I guess they all raised the bar so high. Yeah, I feel like Alex didn't really step on the gas at all. But his takedown defense was great. He was great on the ground. Definitely improved there, yeah. He was great on the ground, which I was very surprised about. Um, Well, as good as you can be with Jan Blahovich laying on top of you. Uh, Fought out of a couple, uh, plenty of chokes. It helped just being one of the strongest men in the sport. 
Yeah, he fought out of a couple chokes. There was a couple times where I thought he's way under the chin. Alex is done here, and Alex was like, "Nope, just gonna stand cold. up." Dude, he pulled the old Derek Lewis. He just stood up. Yeah, so probably Pereira versus Yuri. It should be definitely the fight to make, and that should be an absolute war. Two elite kickboxers. Neither of them really go to the ground. Just Yuri, don't do Yuri, it at altitude. Yeah, Yuri more so than Alex going to the ground, but I don't think he will. He's also a yeah, Yuri's a samurai who says, "I'm just going to yeah. stand and bang with you anyway." And he can eat punches all day long. And then in the main heartbreaking main event. Uh yes and no. Because they both handle it so well, both clearly have so much respect oh, for yeah. each other. And then Dustin Poirier after talking about how he got people's elbowed by Herb Dean. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part, actually. Yeah. He even tweeted out. He's like, Herb Dean with the people's elbow and tweeted out a clip. <laughs> but, uh, again, one of those nasty Robert Whitaker-style head kicks where he throws the punch as a feint, but the punch never gets pulled back as he's kicking. Settled up beautifully. And, again, Poirier was half a second from getting most of that kick blocked, but just couldn't get his full guard up in time. All in all, phenomenal card. Top to bottom. Got to be probably number two of the year for me. <sighs> but if you can make a case for number one. Yeah, you can definitely sure. make a case for number one. In terms of all those finishes, all those knockouts. And I mean, what a dude, what a perfect time to have that, too, during the bachelor party. Oh, yeah. That, that lined up perfectly. Couldn't yeah. have been a better card. No. That's the exact kind of fight you want to see with all your boys there. And drinking. Yeah. yeah. Just knockout, knockout, finish, choke. Sub, 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 knockout. Lame split decision. Knockout. But and then not just knockouts, but like top tier submissions. Lose your shit knockouts. Oh, like when uh oh, who was it? Bonfum? When he grabbed that the fastest transition I've ever seen. Boom, locked up. Yanked right into it. It was disgusting. Just incredible technique throughout the entire event. And now this week we have a pretty solid fight night banger. Uh, uh, San Hagen and Rob Font. Should be a banger. And then Jessica Andrade and... Uh, Tatiana Suarez. Yeah. Also sneaky good. Should be. Um, I know Font stepping on short notice because I believe that was Umar that pulled out. Yes. Um, should be a banger. Again, both guys very good on the feet, high volume. Um, I do like San Hagen to win, but I think uh, it will be close. Should be. And anything could happen, as we've seen. Especially lately, man. I feel like this year especially been really spoiled. Oh, yeah. Even just the past two years, like all these champs losing, legends going down. That and prospects just, coming up. Yeah, the young prospects are so talented. Uh, it's just going to keep being that way. And I feel forever. like they keep getting more and more like well-rounded. You don't really have guys who just do one thing well. Yeah. Because you know if you're just a wrestler, you're going to get lit up on the feet. Probably. But if you can't defend wrestling... There's you a got, lot of guys out there that are going to take you down easily. you got guys like Bo Nickel. Yeah. Who, not only is he what appears to be a solid striking game, but probably the one of the best wrestlers. And they're just getting better. I mean, I don't know. It's I think eventually, like Sean Strickland said, if there was football money in UFC, I think eventually there will be. Maybe not $300 million contracts, but... I mean, we saw the payouts from... See, running back money. We saw the payouts from last from last weekend. Yeah. I mean, there was few people who made under 300 k at least on the main. 
I'm good to see that finally going up too, especially when they show up for that. Uh, the only thing we didn't like was Wonder Boy didn't even get show money because that fight got pulled off. Yeah, that kind of sucks. You do everything right. Yeah, you make well, weight. You're supposed to get camp. show money as soon as you weigh in. Yeah. So he should have got his check right away, but I think uh, he'll get it. Especially like yeah, the nicest guy of all time. Yeah, he'll get it. What are you going to do? Not pay him? He'll get it. Hopefully. And hopefully he gets that fight rescheduled or does something else. Uh, let's go to baseball talk, huh? I suppose. Crazy trade deadline news. Mad Max to the Rangers. Yeah, Mets selling both their Hall of Fame pitchers after uh, going all in on that crazy $300 plus million experiment this year. And then uh, Steve Cohen basically said when he addressed the team, can't promise you're going to keep signing people. So Scherzer, you're going to Texas. JV, you're going back to Houston. Yep. Probably going to sell Pete Alonzo in the offseason. Uh, I believe he Pete is one he's met with. I didn't see what the what the outing of that was. No, he's due for a new contract next year. Uh, but the fans will be really pissed about that because they only rented JV and Max for yeah. for this season, whereas Pete's been the face of the team for the past, you know, three or four. Yeah. Uh, my Jays making moves, getting Jordan Hicks and Paul DeJong. Love both of those. Me too. They were trying to get Teoscar Hernandez back, which I would have loved, but unfortunately they could not get a deal done in time. Yes, not like like sexy picks really, but Hicks would be a great back end of the bullpen dude. DeJong, great mentor for Bo Bichette to just chill out on the flashiness. Yep. Just play just good play defense. Fundamental. Can hit a little bit, be good depth off the bench. Um, the Rangers also went on and got Jordan Montgomery from the Cardinals. So adding some, I mean, two big time starting pitching pieces. And then the Angels actually bought, which I think surprised a lot of people after they decided to keep Shohei for sure. And they go out and get Luke Giolito, C.J. Crone, and Randall Grishik. I mean, he needed that nice other arm there in the rotation. And then two valuable, you know, position players off the bench. Uh, same thing with the Dodgers. We're not got Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly to bolster their rotation and I back in. I believe in Giolito's first start, he gave up nine earned runs. It was to Atlanta, to be fair. But yeah, he got torched <laughs> today. Uh, speaking of getting torched, I didn't want to talk about it. But you have to. After they got torched again today. Back to back. Uh, Red Legs on Tuesday gave up 20 and tonight gave up 16 to not really like a high powered offense. Uh, But they still currently are, I believe, half a game ahead of Milwaukee because they lost to the Nationals today and yesterday as well. Uh, So let's write the ship there, boys. Start throwing some strikes again, not giving up 17 bombs a game. David Bell, pull your pitchers when they give up 12 runs, please. That's just sad. Twelve, yeah, that shouldn't be your your cutoff should be like five, and that's gonna mess you up going your next start too. Yeah, that's tough to like. All right, let's forget about that. Put it in the rearview mirror and just move forward. Yeah, if you give up five, so be it. It happens. But twelve, you give up twelve. Come on now. Mm. And then the Dodgers also added literally the two worst qualified bats in the sport. They got Kike Hernandez back. From Boston, and then brought in Ahmed Rosario from Cleveland. Um, <laughs> questionable, to say the <laughs> least. Uh, they did give up Syndergaard for Rosario, who he's had a rough year himself. But uh, yeah, I don't really understand why you add those pieces in. Tried to get Erod, but he declined the trade. That was some of the most shocking news. Yeah. She said, I want to stay close to home here in the Midwest. Don't want to go to the West Coast. I respect it. Good for him. Uh, you mentioned your Jays. The D-backs went out and got Paul Seawald from the Mariners. 
very good back end of the bullpen guy. They don't really have a true closer right now, so he'll just uh, definitely plug right into that spot. Um, Marlins did a similar move, went out and got David Robertson from the Mets. It was the same thing. Cohen said, like, well, we're kind of throwing a towel in, so we don't need to have a closer right now. So <coughs> Tough to be a Mets fan. And then the Brewers went out and got Carlos Santana and Mark Canna, which uh didn't love to see. I mean, these guys are not world beaters, but good quality bats to have. Santana, switch hitter. Uh, Canna, like, leads the league in getting hit by pitches. It's weird. It's an odd stat, but nice to have. But we don't have to see him again until October, hopefully. So Plenty of time to build chemistry there. And uh, I think the most shocking thing, the Yankees didn't do a single thing. Yeah. Um, after Very, all that uh, talk of bringing in somebody, um, they, they stood pat. Especially with German going on the the IL. Yeah, did you see why? No. Uh, alcohol abuse. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you're a Yankees. You're a Yankee. Can't you about probably probably late on this, but it's time to stop slinging shots in the dugout. Yeah, he's had a weird year after missing time for a uh, a DV issue, then throwing a perfect game, <coughs> and now he's on the IL for some alcohol problems. Been celebrating ever since. Yeah, no shit, apparently. And uh, and then the Reds didn't do anything either, which, again, I'm cool with. Didn't give up too much. Um, would have liked to see him make a run at another rotation guy, but we'll save that for next year. I would say it's worth keeping all your young talent, but if Without you're giving doubt, up 20 runs. Problem is, yeah, <laughs> these, guys, <laughs> these guys can't all pitch. And uh, the only two things, news-wise, of course, the Framber Valdez no-hitter in Houston. Uh, I think the first sub-100 pitch no-hitter. Since, Since 99. 99, yeah. I think it was David Cohn. And then Acuna, the 12th player ever to have a 25 home run and 50 stolen base season and counting. He may finish up with 40 and 90. Yeah, who knows? I've uh, got to be a sure lock for MVP unless he gets hurt. And even then, I think he's still probably got it locked up. And then Fernando Tatis Jr., fourth fastest player to 100 career homers. And that's with missing a lot of games as well. A lot of games. Because uh, the motorcycle incident, the dirt bike thing. Steroids. The steroid thing. Yeah. So rate-wise, probably the fastest. And all honesty, if you go by actual games played. Like how much per game or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's all I got baseball-wise. No really huge series this weekend. Uh, be nice again if the Reds could not give up 15 runs a game anymore. Get back in the win column. Uh, we've got the Nationals over the weekend. You got uh, Dodgers, Padres, yeah, Mariners, Angels, and hopefully the Pirates can take down Milwaukee a game or two. But we'll see. Uh, the Bosphorus was pretty good. I'd off the top of the head, I'd probably overall give it a forty. Not a whole lot of complexity in the flavor. Uh, kind of held that same notes all the way through. Didn't really get anything new. There wasn't any spice at all. Very desserty. Um, the burn, I didn't get a great burn, probably my fault. Uh, appearance, 10 out of 10, no cracks, beautiful wrapper, beautiful made cigar, especially for the price. Um, overall, yeah, about a 40, pretty good stick. Yeah. Again, for especially, you know, 11, $12 stick. That's yeah. Very good. Solid right there. And if you haven't yet, if there's still some open, get in on that tip top monthly subscription package. And I'm uh, sure eventually there will be more spots open. Yeah, I think this is the, to expand. Like, this is like the beta. And they 
it's killed it so far. Yeah, absolutely. 50 sold out in like four days, or at least close to being sold out. Uh, who's due for the old stick pick? I will call it Shane since he's actually here. Holy shit, he is. Good to me. Lost a few there on the shakeup. I saw okay. that. Shane's going in and pulls out a Pappy Van Winkle family reserve. Ooh, nice. Pretty strong right there. Uh, it's slightly tougher to find, but actually not as pricey as you might think. Only like 13 14 bucks. Not like the whiskey. Not quite like the whiskey, which we still need to find up for our scratch and sip board. Hopefully within the next 20 to 30 years. Assuming Hopefully, we're still... Uh, yeah. We're still on board with this thing by that time. I would imagine so. I don't ever see this falling off. At that point, no. though, we should be bigger. Maybe uh, people are sending, maybe Pappy's sending us bottles. Maybe. Barrel picks. Now we're talking. Barrel picks with Pappy himself. That'd be impressive. <laughs> be very impressive. He's only been dead for like 80 years, I think. Exactly. Uh, with that, you want to go ahead and wrap up shop? Sure thing. Uh, please continue to reach out with fan questions in our email at sportsandstogies at gmail.com. On Facebook Messenger, just message the page. One of us will get back with you. Um, Instagram, one of us will also get back with you there. Uh, if, even if you DM, in us, DM us on Twitter, we'll get back um, with sorry, you there. On, on, on X, sorry. X. Send a DM on X. DMX? <laughs> Rest in peace. Amen, brother. Um... Any closing notes, Shane? Not that I can think of. Question? No. Comment? Concern? No. Well, Cam, what do we always see here? Well, that was a perfect time for you to take this right here. Start it out, you know. Well, Austin already did that. No, I'm saying when oh. he asked you, you could have been like, there's only one thing I got to say. That would have been really good. We'll cut that. We'll cut that. And it's SNS. To the moon! <laughs>